we've looked at a ton of companies that either we made offers to that they did not accept or it just wasn't a business that we were interested in. And across the majority, 75% actually, 75% of the businesses we looked at are not charging what they could be charging. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wildlife Control Podcast. It's been way too long since I've been able to get on here. Running a business, growing a business, traveling nonstop, and it's hard to make time to do this, so... Um, found some time this morning on a Saturday morning to get out here and uh, put some info together to provide to y'all and hopefully give you some value. Uh, for those of you who do not know me, my name is Kyle Waltz. I run a company called Conserve. You've probably never heard of us because we're a fairly new business. Uh, started Conserve in 2014. It's the third company that I've started in this industry. I am based out of Naples, Florida. Our core business, though, is based out of Birmingham, Alabama. I'm just more for the Florida weather than the Alabama weather, but that's where our business is. Um, We focus mostly on the southeast, but we do have businesses in other areas of the U.S., Texas, um, uh, the northeast as well. So you may have may not heard of us, but We've been doing a lot lately. We've been doing a lot of things differently than most of our competitors, I would say. Uh, And we're very proud of that. We try to run a very lean business. And it's been working out quite well. Um, We divested a a big portion of our company um, beginning of last year, beginning of 2020. And uh, we're trying to take Conserve to the moon. So... Uh, we're really excited about 2022. 2021 has been a hell of a year. I hope it's been a great year for y'all as well. And we're just really excited to uh, see what's in store for us. But across our business, we actually operate five different brands acro- across the country in different regional areas. And the reason behind that is due to acquisitions and partnerships over the past couple of years. This year, We will close on our fourth acquisition in December, and we have achieved another triple-digit growth year. 122% this year is what it's looking at, Um, so we're really excited. And I wanted to talk to you today about growth, about organic growth, uh, growth through acquisition, growth through just switching up a couple things in your business. A lot of people always reach out to me and say, hey, how do you get more leads? How do I how do I get more calls? And you know, before you even look at that, you might want to consider benchmarking your business, comparing your business to other companies that are doing really well. Um, I don't look at you know my competitor uh, that's that has a few employees. I'm looking at the big companies out there because they're not stupid, and usually. They're doing what is right. And although I run a much smaller business than some of those billion dollar companies out there, there's a lot that you can learn from studying their financials. And those financials, you can look at them. They're publicly traded. You look at Rollins, Terminex, Rent-A-Kill. Uh, that's all available for, for public view. So go online, look at their P&Ls, 
and dive in deep. And there's going to be a lot of things you probably don't have a clue what they are. I'm still in that boat as well. But go online, search this stuff, research this stuff, become a student of financials. And, you know, you can also make some phone calls and you can definitely get some of that information. And so for us this year, 2021, um, I took some time to kind of look at where our growth is coming from, and it's very obvious. But 40% of our growth this year, so double digits, came organically, just by us adding people into our business, tweaking some things, a little bit of increase in lead generation, uh, increase in SEO, cross-selling new services. That's where 40% of our growth came from this year. 82% of that came from acquisitions in territories that we were not servicing previously. So we, we looked for companies that we knew there'd be immediate synergies post-close. So right after we bought them, we knew there'd be some really positive synergies there. There'd be some cost savings there, and there'd be revenue increases by us, changing prices, increasing prices, really, and then offering all of our services, um, including pest control. So that obviously was the majority of our growth, and I wanted to kind of go through some of the things that we look at in our business, and you know, I've been doing this now, so I started my first company in 2010, it's 2021, so 11 years later, and I was with several other companies before that doing the same thing, so I've been at this for a long time, and it's really interesting to see how we've changed the way that we do things today versus back in the day. We do not run a fancy business. We do not have a single physical location. Uh, we don't go into an office every day. We all work from home. We work remotely. And we try to run a super lean and mean company. Um, we want to get rid of any excess expenses that we can. And we use that extra cash to go out, do acquisitions, keep our debt low, and grow really, really fast. And it's been working really, really well. And really this new model for us, this is only our second year running our business this way. Historically, I ran our business in a two-story office with nine people working in the office. And it's a lot of overhead doing it that way. And although, you know, that's all I knew then, but, and, and it worked, it is way better and way easier to do it how we're doing it right now. So I'm going to share some some little things with you that hopefully will help you. So one thing that we found, and some of the big boys out there, I believe, do things this way, but having technicians that do both sales and service. Now, this is my opinion, and maybe you figured out a way to make it work. But in my opinion, it sucks. And let me tell you why I think it sucks. If I'm a technician and I am going to get paid commission for sales, then I really don't want a service, especially if I'm really good at sales. So you hire me, um, a sales and service technician, I'm supposed to sell the work. So I get leads, I sell the work, I go out to the customer and then I do the work. So as I'm doing the work, if I'm continuing to get leads it's, it's really, first of all, it's hard for me to focus on getting the job done because I want to call the leads fast. 
So every time I get a lead that's coming in, I'm up on a roof, I'm in the attic, whatever, I'm digging through my toolbox, um, I'm trying to get the jobs done, and now I got all these leads coming to me. So I'm having to stop what I'm doing throughout the day, which affects my ability to get jobs done. And it also affects my ability to do sales because I want to love the one that I'm with and I don't want to, you know, stop and leave the job site. That's going to result in customer complaints. I know that because we used to do things that way years ago um, in our, our uh, satellite locations. And then you got a technician that's constantly in this situation where he doesn't know, should he be selling or should he be servicing? So I think you should get rid of sales and service models by all means as soon as you can. I know it's not always an option, especially if you're just starting out right now. But the faster that you can get there, the better. You want to have a team. You want to set up your business just like a pest control company sets up their business. You have a manager, you have salespeople, and you have technicians. And you might have some variances of all the above. But if you can separate those three roles, the manager is focused on hitting revenue goals, making sure there's quality work being done, handling customer disputes, handling employee issues, and driving the business forward. The salesperson has one job, sell. And the technician has one job, service. Now, salespeople in our company a lot of times are tempted to help technicians out, and that's okay from time to time. Technicians, we want them to sell. They're not getting a whole lot of leads, if any, at all. So they're able to focus on the job at hand. There's less distractions, and it's way easier. Now, that doesn't mean that we won't schedule a lead for them, but they're not taking inbound leads. They're not getting and setting up those appointments a manager or another salesperson is doing that for them and putting it on their schedule. Um, so they're not being distracted. They're out there focusing on getting work done. So we found that that allows us to get a better um, service to our customers. And we can actually kind of track revenue and production. Um, so we found that that's really helpful. And you know, the second thing that I would say is is the most important and you know we so we've done this will be our fourth acquisition next month we've looked at a ton of companies that either we made offers to that they did not accept or it just wasn't a business that we were interested in and across the majority 75% actually 75% of the businesses we looked at are not charging what they could be charging and they were not hitting that revenue goal that we strive for. So our revenue goal per technician, not per employee, so per technician, so this is a guy, he's not focused on doing sales, he's focused on one thing, providing services to customers. Somebody else usually is the one selling these jobs for them, unless it's a unique situation, a sales guy can't get out there, a manager can't get get out there to sell the job. Uh, we're looking for $260,000 minimum per year. A really good technician, he's going to be able to crack that 300 grand, 350 a year. Uh, a lot of you guys probably can do a half a million if you're if you're really strong. But the reality is I'm talking about average. I'm not talking about everybody. 
So average technician, $260,000 a year. It's $1,000 produced per day, five days a week, 52 weeks a year. Very easy math to follow. And by the way, you know, pricing is, is something that should be going up right now. Fuel has gone up. Insurance is going up. All, all kinds of expenses are going up right now. So you should be increasing your prices. And you should probably increase your prices at least once a year a little bit. Maybe not on all of your services, but on some of them. So our goal in 2022 is to get 275k per technician. Um, and I know that we're going to get there because we're going to inc- increase our prices. How about profit margins? How many of you take the time to look at your profit margins every single month? Or how about your adjusted EBITDA numbers? So that's something that we look at every month that kind of gives us an idea. Are we on the right track? Do we have stupid expenses that are completely unnecessary that we can get rid of? Or do we have expenses that we haven't shopped around and that we can replace with a cheaper option that provides the same value to our business? So that's something that we want to look at as often as possible. So I'll tell you, I'll be, I'll be honest, our margins right now are 27% profit margins, adjusted EBITDA are over 30%. So that's across all branches. That is an average. We have some branches that are over 30%, and we have some that are like at 29%. So it just depends on a lot of different factors. So we do look at that stuff every month, and those, those margins affect our decisions. So we look at that every month and we make a decision is there anything that we need to be doing differently if everything is looking good and we're achieving those goals then we continue to drive forward um, and that's worked out really well for us and, and usually around this time of year so this is November now we are looking at okay we have a general idea of what we're going to hit in revenue this year. We have that run rate. We've talked about it in, in previous podcasts. So we know that by the end of the year, we're going to hit a specific revenue uh, number. that We're going to get in that general area. And then we can go ahead and see what our run rate is going to be for next year. So we're, we're, we're figuring out our strategy for 2022 right now in November and it's very exciting and a lot of this stuff we took a lot of time to really plan and come up with a strategy um i think a lot of times though it just comes down to just having a plan what are you going to do more this year than last year you should be building your your management foundation you should be building capabilities in your company and having people that can do more and and have more responsibility within your business, and that's going to allow you to drive the business forward and grow. So this is our second year since we sold off First Coast Wildlife of having triple-digit growth. And, um, you know, I, I do work a lot of hours. I'm not working ridiculous, crazy hours. Maybe some weeks I was, but for the most part, I'm working 50 to 60 hours a week. Um, nothing, nothing super crazy. We have a great team over here. We run a lean business and it's all about prioritizing our time and making sure we're not wasting any. 
So we looked at 16 businesses this year. So there's there's a lot of interesting data as we're able to look at these businesses. And this is all over the United States, from, from uh, Southern California to upstate New York and everywhere in between. Uh, Kansas, Missouri, um, I mean, everywhere, literally. We've looked at a lot of different businesses. So there's not a lot of businesses out there that are for sale right now. And most of these came to us either through this podcast or maybe we sent them a letter in the mail or whatever. But we're able to compile data and and really get an idea of what's working for some companies and a lot of these companies that we look at, they could be making, as the owners of the business, and really the employees too, they could be making a hell of a lot more money if they just changed their pricing. They don't need to change anything else. They just needed to change their pricing. They change their pricing, that affects everything. The top line Revenue is going to increase. Their profit's going to increase. Their EBITDA is going to increase. And then when they go to sell their business, they're going to be able to make more money from, from that exit. There's just so many benefits, obviously, while you're running your business. You know, let's say you have a $100,000 business right now, and the business could be bringing in 300000 based off of the number of leads that you're getting in your business right now. So if you could be bringing in 300,000 and you're not, I mean, if I were just to ask you, Hey, uh, do you want 300,000 or a hundred thousand for the same amount of time that you're working right now? You're going to pick 300,000. Obviously it's the same number of hours. So why wouldn't you do that? You don't need more leads to increase revenue. You got to look at all of these metrics that I just went over before. And if you don't have access to these, to this, uh, data, call it um, KPI, key performance indicators, or whatever you want to call them. If you don't have access to this stuff, you're not going to be able to make good decisions. And I know if you're a small business and it's just you and a couple guys, it's a lot of work to get all that stuff. You can probably get yourself like a part-time bookkeeper. You can hire some some person over in uh, the Philippines to do this for you for, for little to nothing. But you know, this data, it tells a story of where you were and where you're going to go if you don't make any changes. So very, very important. So charging enough is a huge thing. And if you're not sure how much to charge, just sit down and do the math. How do I get my technicians to 260000 a year in production? You know, what am I charging right now for trapping? What am I charging for exclusion? Where can I increase my prices? Play around with a couple old service tickets that you have from last week or whatever. Go through, change some of the pricing and see see uh, what that, that total sale amount would be. You already did the job. You know how long it took your technician or yourself to do the job with distractions. And you can get a good idea of what you need to increase to get you there. Now, if you're worried your customers are not going to hire you because you're charging too much. Um, you know, I understand that is a legitimate concern, but I'll tell you right now, you know, these companies that we've looked at, 
like I told you, there were 16 businesses that we looked at. Um, 75% were not charging enough. In, in the ones that we did take over, um, when we changed that pricing, and a lot of times we doubled their pricing. The customers are going to complain when your pricing is cheap. The same customers are going to complain when you're pricing what you should be pricing. I don't, we're not overcharging customers because when you look at the larger companies in our industry, our pricing is very similar to theirs. Uh, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more on some other things. So you don't want to look at that, at it that way. The, the pricing is pricing. I may have said this before, but if you owned a house on a street and every house had a for sale sign on it, and every house, let's say, was worth $300,000. You wouldn't put a for sale sign on your house for 100000 That would be stupid. And that's what a lot of you are doing. So be really careful about that. And if you want to grow in 2022, look at your pricing. So that's the number one thing. So revenue per employee, not technicians. This does include technicians, but I mean as a whole. You take your total revenue for 2020, 2021, and you divide it by how many employees. Now, if you have a full-time position in the company, you want to include yourself. The big boys, they're over 100,000 per employee. Uh, 110, 115, 120. Uh, we're at about 112,000 per employee. Um, and I'm happy to see that because that's what a lot of the big companies are at. I looked at the top six companies in the U.S., by the way, I get that data from PCT Online, the 2021 top 100 pest control companies. Most of those do wildlife control, and it's really a very similar business. If you're not doing pest control, it's a similar business model. Um, makes perfect sense to look at what they're doing. So on that list, it says what their revenue is, how many offices they have, and how many employees they have, and how much they grew last year. This is something that you should pay attention to. Um, so the, another thing that we want to look at on a monthly basis is cut the fat. What expenses do I have that are ridiculous, that are stupid? So you might have some personal expenses that you're running through the business. You need to uh, maybe think about not doing that because you probably shouldn't. But outside of that, things that you are using in the business that are legitimate business expenses, are they really necessary? Maybe it's some software, maybe it's some routing technology, maybe you can shop around and get a discount on this stuff somewhere else. Maybe it's insurance. Man, back in the day, uh, 2016, 2017, 2018, we were overpaying for insurance. In fact, if I see that insurance agent, I'm definitely going to have a word with them because we were just paying, I don't even want to tell you how much we were paying for insurance, but it was ridiculous. We had the best of the best insurance. We could tear down your $2 million house and rebuild it uh, with our insurance policy, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, things that you know are going to be the same every month or every year, you should really take the time to shop around on that stuff. I was a fool when I started out and I wasn't doing that. I just thought that everybody was honest and was going to have the best price. And you're busy, you're trying to do all these different things. So you really should take the time to shop around on stuff. You should take the time to shop around on 
How about buying vehicles for your company? Ladder racks, toolboxes, ladders, tools, you know, all that stuff that you're going to buy. Stuff that you're going to buy repeatedly, like hardware cloth. I mean, we all use a ton of hardware cloth, I'm sure of it, or flashing, metal flashing for doing exclusion work. Where are you buying this stuff? And where can you save the most amount of money? A uh, little hint, Amazon is probably one of the cheapest places to get all that stuff. So do what you can to reduce those recurring expenses. That's going to go right to your bottom line. That's going to make your business so much more healthier. And then once you see that, you can make the changes. Hey, this is this is one area that I can grow my business. Because you know when you want to grow, you shouldn't just be looking at your top line. You don't just want to grow the top line. Otherwise, I mean, what are you doing? So if my top line is growing, my bottom line should also be growing. And sometimes my top line isn't growing, but I'm doing things that are growing my bottom line. Bottom line is profit. So how can I do that? Then, after I get all that stuff cleaned up, which by the way, you could probably do in a couple hours. um, Once I get all that stuff cleaned up, now I can look at now I can look at growing by increasing leads, selling other services, acquisitions, all that stuff. You want to get all that stuff right now before you take on stuff because the last thing you want to do is have a current model that you roll out to multiple locations and it's just not super effective. You're not hitting the margins that, that you could and you're not growing a super healthy business. So just wanted to share a little bit of that information today. I know this is a shorter podcast than normal, um, but you know it's not super complicated. As we hire more people in our company that have come from larger organizations you know, that are way bigger than us, a lot of them are very surprised to see how simple we're running our business. We're just looking at certain metrics and we're we're looking for low hanging fruit. A lot of times you have opportunities right in front of you and you're just not taking advantage of it. So get the right people in your business, get your pricing to be accurate of what it should be. If you're undercutting all of your competitors, stop doing it. You're burning you're burning a hole in your pocket for no reason. You're literally throwing money down the drain. Um, so get that pricing up there. It's going to be way bit way better for you. Who knows what the hell's going to happen with fuel in 2022 and other costs that that do uh, affect our bottom line. So do whatever you can right now. Look through your pricing, change what you need to change, uh, get rid of that sales and service model, get managers hired, um, get people that are super involved with every aspect of your business. Try to run a lean and mean company. Uh, and I promise you're going to have a hell of a 2022. I'm going to try to get on here more often. I always say that it's really difficult when you're uh, when you're running a business and growing a business and traveling all the time. But I know other people that do it, so I'm sure I, I could do it. But uh, if you guys need anything from us, feel free to reach out. Growth at conservemail.com. G-R-O-W-T-H at C-O-N-S-E-R-V-M-A-I-L.com. Y'all take care.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. It was brought to you by Conserve. Do you run a wildlife removal business and feel like you have no freedom? You're taking the phone calls, you're doing the services, and you just don't have enough free time for yourself. Are you ready to double or triple the size of your company and build a business that can run and grow without you while steadily increasing your profits? Well, Conserve partners with businesses just like yours all over the country, and together we are building a fast-growing business around your goals and lifestyle. We can reduce your operating costs, we can increase your sales, and give you, the owner, more freedom and help you build a business that runs and grows without you. To set up an initial consultation, email us at growth at conservemail.com. That's G-R-O-W-T-H at C-O-N-S-E-R-V-M-A-I-L dot com.